Hello all, this is a Ghidra's podcast. Welcome to Sacred Space in Sacred Time, a place where we discuss tools and practices that heal your mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to start your journey today, then you're in the right place. I'm Austin Freeman, and I'll be your host. Let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to the Ghidra's podcast. So for today's episode, we have a special guest. Uh, we have Kathy, and she's going to be talking to us about uh, a little bit of genealogy and ancestry and DNA. It's going to be really interesting. We're excited to have her. Welcome, Kathy. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. We're happy you're here. So um, just tell us a little bit about ancestry genealogy maybe how you got started what the heck is it for our listeners okay genealogy is the study the going up of your finding your ancestors okay um back in 1976 there was a book that they did a mini series on roots by alex haley um my father we watched that and he got very interested in that and he had lost his mother my grandmother two years before okay and he was kind of interested in where she came from okay who she was yeah that kind of thing he knew she came from quebec um, but beyond that he really didn't have much information so this is how you kind of got started in it yes is a book a book that turned into a mini series okay that i was drug kicking and screaming to a (laughs) adult ed class in dearborn um i liked history so that was kind of cool and as i got into the class i was like okay well maybe um i let maybe i was on a plantation i liked you know, the bell of the ball, that kind of thing. Um, maybe I was like Betsy Ross, you know, yeah. 1776. I thought, cool. So my ambition was to become a daughter of the American Revolution. I thought that was really cool. Oh, wow. So in taking the class and finding out where my grandmother, my French-Canadian grandmother was, um, I found out I was only second generation born in the United States. Oh, cool. So that sort of blew out the plantation yeah, and, and the American, American Revolution. Revolution daughter. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, and, and then as I got on, he did his mom's side. I did his dad and my mother's family. And I found out that those three grandparents came from the British Isles. Oh, Wow. So it was like, not only was I, you know, not in the American Revolution, I wasn't going to be Betsy Ross. I was one of the Redcoats that was fighting the American Revolution. It's like crazy. That is, that's kind of ironic, huh? Yeah, it was like, (laughs) wow, okay. Well then. (laughs) So back then, um, let's go back to like 1970s. That was 40 plus years ago. Okay. Everyone is like, oh, now they get on the computer and they pop in a name on like Ancestry and up pops all kinds of information. Right. We didn't have that. (laughs) We had, you wrote letters, you went and visited places. It was very individual. We looked at a lot of microfilm. Really? Which was really kind of good because you got to see the whole county, the whole... 
A census, basically, let me back up. A census is a record that goes, the United States had it every 10 years. And what happened is they went around house to house and they wrote down everyone that was in the house, how old they were, where they came from. Wow. So that's pretty good, except that you had maybe um, a German ancestry person that was writing this down, not always in good English. Oh, okay. And they were visiting a Polish person or an Italian person or whatever. So names got kind of changed. Yeah. Spellings was atrocious. Yeah. But it worked out. So, I mean, you'd spend a whole day in a library just looking at pieces of microfilm all day long. Oh, my gosh. So things have changed. Um, it took a while. Yeah. When did you kind of finish? How far back have you gone in your line? Some of my lines back into the 1400s. Oh, my gosh. Um, some 1700s brick walls. Okay, you just hit brick walls. Yeah. I mean, it's when you're only second generation born here in the States, all my research has been done overseas. Right. But I can look at a lot of stuff online, okay. which is helpful. Yeah. Wow. Stop. That, I, I so want to know my ancestry. Like, that's so cool. So, okay, so so back then it was like a lot of traveling. And it was a, lot a lot of traveling, a lot of library work. Yeah. Nowadays, and don't get me wrong, nowadays not everything is still on the computer. Right. There's a lot. So, yes. <laughs> yes. There is a lot that is. Um, the Mormons have microfilmed all over the world, so a lot of okay. those records... Um, are on FamilySearch.org, or now they've combined with Ancestry.com, so you can okay. get a lot of that stuff there. You have to—it's a paid subscription. Oh, so it's a subscription. Yes. So, but you can to have go access over, to this. You can go all over the world with your subscription sitting in your living room. Wow. Or out by your pool or wherever you want to research. Yeah. As long as you have Wi-Fi, you're good to go. <laughs> Oh, how the times have changed. Yes. But the more f the, the exciting part is is when you go and you take your research and you go to the locality where your ancestors came from. Yeah. And you do some research there. You just get the vibes of what they felt like. You could imagine yeah. I was in an abbey in Scotland and quite a few of my ancestors were from that area. And you could imagine like in the 1600s, 1700s when it was still a ruins, yeah. that the kids were running loose, you know, and it's just, it's a really cool feeling. Yeah, that's the, I think that's, that's my goal at least, is to discover what, what, uh, what's my ancestry and then go there and see what it was like and maybe put myself in their shoes and just learn a little bit more about my past. So how, what are the different like types of search engines that you have for ancestry and what is your favorite or what are they all like are they different do they provide different things there is you could look at the different search engines and just put in genealogy and put in like that you know that you're from this area of Scotland or this area of Italy or whatever and just see what's locally because there's just there's so many things popping up day after day um I use Google a lot, I admit. Google's yeah. probably my favorite because I can translate. <laughs> I can do all kinds of crazy things because, let's face it, um, when you're doing genealogy, you're in different countries, and it's like, okay, how do I say this? How do I say that? What is this? Right. Um, and if you're looking at documents, um, sometimes you have to kind of type it in and go like, okay, so that's what that means. Mm. Um, but it's a good source. 
But Ancestry is good. Find My Past if you have English or British Isles is great. Okay. Uh, my Heritage is wonderful if you have um, Eastern, Middle European, okay, even Western European. Um, they're based in Israel, and it's like Europe goes there. Okay. They'll go to Ancestry because Ancestry, a lot of their relatives have come over to the States. So okay. it's a back and forth thing. So you have Ancestry.com, right? You have Ancestry.com. My Heritage. My Heritage. Find My Past. Find My Past. Those are about the three biggies. Okay. That, But then it's like a lot of the... Um, a lot of the locality, the local family history societies, they'll have a page that has oh. information on there. Okay. How-tos, that kind of thing. Um, FamilySearch.org is a free site. Um, it's with the Mormons. They've got a lot of information all over the world. Really? And I loved going out to Salt Lake City to the library because I could be in one building, go all over the world, just never leaving. So that was FamilySearch.com? FamilySearch.org. .org, FamilySearch.org. Got it. Yes, that's a great place okay. to start. Okay. And what about 23andMe? 23andMe is a DNA. Oh, okay. Okay, so DNA <laughs> is a, That is brought into... Um, back in 1992, I believe it was, uh, we were out in Salt Lake City at a interview, um, a, a big conference, and my dad was there and one of my girlfriends, and it was a big thing. It was like, drop off your... Let's get some blood and we'll do a DNA sample here give me your pedigree chart and let's go a pedigree chart is just you your parents your grandparents and it goes back in time okay so it's just sort of like a pedigree like um, a family tree like a family tree okay so we started back in the beginning of the DNA startup um, now it's really simple you buy a kit online it comes to your house you spit you do a, a swab of your cheek Send it back in six weeks later, you know what parts of, you know... You where have, at least you came from, your Where DNA. you came from, what percentage. Okay. Um, ancestry, DNA, My Heritage has a DNA, 23andMe has DNA. Okay. Um, what I like really well is the living DNA. That is from for people that have British Isles ancestry. Background. Okay. And what that does is it takes you right down to a county level. Wow. Whereas in Ancestry, they'll say, well, you're from this region or you're from that region. Um, 23andMe will talk about um, your ancestry, your bits and pieces, but it'll also get into traits. You can upgrade mm. to that so you'll know you might have traits of blue eyes. You may have traits of being lactose intolerant or this type of disease so it's kind of you know things have changed a lot since i started oh, definitely in the last 50 years so do they i have a couple questions do they do all these different search engines or providers do they conflict with each other ever or are they pretty accurate they're pretty accurate. Okay. Um, as far as like the DNA goes? Yeah. Okay. I have a problem right now with Ancestry DNA. Um, they they upgraded and I believed my last my last um oh the results. Okay. Because everything was pretty much close to what I was what I should be, according to my paper. Got and it. the DNA works really well because it's like, okay, 
yes, it, it confirms what your paper trails has said. Got it. Uh, but lately they've been saying that I am like 96% French. Wow. Well, if you go back far enough, a lot of the people from the British Isles came from France. 1066. Gotcha. There was the Norman. Yeah. And, you know, and so it's like, yeah, all right, but I, I don't need that. But my sister, who we matched right along, yeah. is still in the old numbers. And I'm like, so I have a problem with Interesting. that. Interesting. I wonder what's happening there. Yeah, I don't know. And I've sent them multiple letters going, like, redo this and see what you come up with. Yeah. So. So you think it's good. The DNA is just, it's just swab. It's literally a DNA and kind of what. What what's it, what are you what are you and from around the world and then the paper trail that you're talking about is more like you doing research right and then kind of comparing it and do do any of those also do paper like DNA and Twenty Three and Me and Ancestry there they have matching people that have their DNA and this gets me kind of crazy if you're doing <laughs> your DNA you want to know who you are what what you did but yeah. it's like people will, won't put a tree up. So it's like if you match them yeah, and they don't know, it, it might be like a first cousin that you didn't know existed, yeah, but they don't know and they're not going to put a tree up. So okay, that kinda so it's helpful to put a tree up if you're doing... If you're doing DNA, I suggest yeah. highly you do a tree because that way you'll know, oh, all right, they all do their matching. Yeah. So and it's like my French Canadian group, they're they're highly crazy about doing DNA. <laughs> so a lot of my matches are all from there. And I get excited when I get one, it's like, yay. Yeah. But I get really excited when I match up from Scotland or England. Yeah. And I've got I've gone on tour uh, trips and I've gotten DNA from Australia from a cousin. Okay. Um, my cousin's in Canada, my cousin's in England, Scotland. You know, it's exciting when you match and then it's like, yes. That is so the cool. paper trail is confirmed. Wow. So. That must have taken so much time. It's something that, you know, it's not a quick fix. It, yeah. But it's addicting. Yeah. So it's just so fascinating to, to understand what's what are you who may who's making you up. Well, and as you're looking at this, and you're looking at going up your tree, and you're going like, oh, okay. You're also lurk, learning a lot of history. You're learning social social history, yeah. whys, wherefores, that kind of thing. Um, and what what sides were you on? <laughs> yes, yes. That's but hilarious. it's kind of cool. This um, last year when I was in Scotland, I was researching. Um, my great grandfather had died, and my grandmother had told me the story. They were on vacation, and he was golfing. Um, so, and I knew where he was buried, and I thought he was the only one in that burial. Okay. Um, that's kind of what I found. But anyway, after a week of researching, I found out that his first wife had died. Um, and he bought the plot. And in England, people go in on top of each other. There's not a lot of room. Oh, so, really? So his wife died. His daughter died a few years later. His oldest son died. Oh, my goodness. Um, then he died. So, And then there was like three grandchildren that went in after that. So it was kind of, it's a family plot. Wow. But I was researching, and I was like, oh, great, I'm happy that he's not there by himself. Yeah. So my cousin who I was visiting, we went to the island, and they talked about 
um, we went to the house where he died and put my hands on the house because the house is still standing. It is. And I just, you know, you get the really warm, fuzzy feeling like, wow, you know, your family was there. Wow. A hundred plus years ago. Mind blown. So when I came back and I had gone to, there was a spiritualist church in, in Glasgow. Okay. So I visited and it was like, okay, cool. You know, and they were doing mediumship. So it was like, all right, I'm part of the group. We'll just see what happens. And this one gentleman, he'd never done this before. He looks at me, he says, I have something with you. And we talked, and he says he had a policeman, a man in uniform. And okay. he was 60, about 60 years old. And he's telling me he's proud of me. And it was like my great-grandfather was 60 when he passed away. He was a detective sergeant with the Glasgow Police Department. And to say that he was proud of me was just Woo. really, I mean, that was like that one of the highlights of the trip. Because it was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. Man, I want to travel and go to all the places that I came from. Wow. But in, when you walk in the areas where your ancestors came from, that there's nothing that you can't describe it. It's just you feel like you've been there, that you get the yeah. warm, fuzzy feeling. Yes. So. So, so if someone was to get started... And there, well, actually, before we even go there, we we were talking before a little bit about. Okay, so so obviously we're a mind, body, spirit, um, podcast and society and community here. How do we uh, maybe help with those those ancestors? You know, because I know with Tara, with we've done a lot of ancestral healing, and what do you do? You have any? experience with that? Yes. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> I took a class this summer um, on healing your unwell ancestors, which, you know, you she only wanted us to go up to my, our grandparents and maybe great-grandparents, and it's like I can go farther up the line than that. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting because it was like as you're journeying, some some of your ancestors' lines were like brick walls. Like, yeah, that that's an unwell. Got it. So we're not going to go up that one just yet, which was one of my ancestors that changed his name and had a lot of, um, there was a lot of despair. Mm. Um, and this was an energetic brick wall, right? Like yes. an energetic sense, and I shouldn't go down that line. This was like a black, it was like a box, a wall, and then it became a black wall. And then it was like, yeah, no, we're not going Don't up do that, that one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know there's problems up that <laughs> So, but others were like flowing rivers. Okay. Because um, you're journeying on these lines and you're going like, okay, so is this a good one or is this a bad one? Yeah. Do you by chance remember what each direction was? Um, we started on the east, which was our Father's mother's line. Okay. I'm also trying to remember because I haven't done this. In East, south was our mother's father's line. Okay. Was next, I believe. West was mother's mother's line. No. North was father's father's, father's line. line. I'm pretty sure that's the way it goes. Fingers crossed that's correct. 
<laughs> Otherwise, Tara will have her have us. I'm pretty sure that's how that went. And your what what was your most well line? My most well line was my mother's mother's line, which okay. was kind of cool because that's how I got into all of this. My great grandmother was born in Scotland. Um, she's the reason I went to the spiritualist church there because I thought, well, maybe she was part of that community. But when she came over into Detroit, she read tea leaves, crystal ball, tarot in oh a gosh. Detroit tea room. Then she went out to California and did the same thing out there and then came back. So my grandmother read tarot cards. My mom did tarot cards. Um, so, I mean, it's like I'm trying to, you know, I'm a little late to the party. Yeah, well, at so least you're starting. I, I'm you're starting, meant yes. to be here for sure. So, and one thing's led to another. So here it is, you know. Dang. So I feel a real affinity for that line anyway. But, yeah, that was my most well line. Okay. Um, and as I was journeying, um, the ancestor that came to me was Elizabeth or Elizabeth. Okay. And I have an Elizabeth up that line. So, but I'm, I have to journey up there again and ask her, is is that the one or are we farther back? Right, because there Beca could be more than one. Because I'm thinking Elizabeth is more like uh, Middle Ages. So, okay. I was watching, there's a, I massage a uh, quadriplegic every couple of weeks, and every time I go over there, she's got a show on or something Why I work on her. And we were watching, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a show about they go and they do the genealogy for uh, celebrities. Who do you think you are, probably? I think that might be who it is. And there was one, Neil Patrick Harris, I think, that, and he, his great-grandmother... Sorry, like great, 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 whatever, all the greats. Grandmother was accused of being a witch and was burned at the stake. I just was like, oh my gosh. And, and it, she was accused of putting, you know, doing witchcraft on the animals of the neighbor because the, neighbor, the neighbor's animals were getting sick. And it turns out when you go back and look at what the animals were getting sick of or, like, what was happening to them, it was the same as uh, foot, and, who, foot, and, uh, foot and mouth foot disease. Foot and mouth disease. Foot and mouth disease. So, really, she wasn't, right? She was, she was burned at the stake for, for no reason. She was innocent. And these, these animals had... Um, foot and mouth disease. Well, and you could be a healer. Yeah. And they would say, okay. You're a witch. Yeah. So that was just really crazy. I, I just happened to glance at episode, and then, then, then I started thinking, we need to we need to learn a little bit more about the our history. Well, it's interesting what you find up your history. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like the whole misconception, like I was a teenager. I had no idea where I came from, yeah. even though my grandmother had a... Um, my mother's mother had a, a Scottish accent. Really? Didn't dawn on me that you know. Yeah, there was no con. There was no. Concept. She was born in Scotland. You know, it's like oh, you know, you don't think. Yeah, you don't think of these things. It. I'm trying to remember. I had to do a project, and I did a family tree one time, and I don't know where it is now. But I have no idea, really. Like I know I'm a lot of German, I think, and. Because I'm adopted, so I want to go down my my stepdad, which he's my dad, my stepdad's line, but I'm not blood, you know what I mean? So I've got to go down this other line that, that maybe 
it will be very different than what I think it is. Well, and sometimes, like, there's a story, um, I've taken a lot of classes, and there was a story of a um, gentleman that for 40 years had done his father's line, only his father's line, and because that was his line. And he, his brother was very analytical, so he said, let's do the DNA. So they did the DNA, oh. and the brother said, oh, it's taking a little longer. So ultimately what happened is the oldest brother was a half-brother to the analytical brother. Oh. The genealogist father was not of that line. Destroy, just physic. I mean, he was like... He had spent 40-plus years working on this to find out this wasn't even his family. Yeah, oh, my gosh. So you gosh. go through the you go through the grief of losing. Yeah, what you thought you had, right. this and family so, you thought. So sometimes DNA isn't so good <laughs> Yeah. in the respect that you never know what it's going to show. Yeah. So, But the I flip side that. thing is, is that I have made, I've connected with so many people that it's, Un, it's just unreal. Yeah, that's that's really cool. But you have to be aware that you know you don't know what it's going to show, huh? right? Because it let's be some face surprises. it, our ancestors, you know, were human. Yes, they, they were. you know, they did stuff. You know, <laughs> it's not just today's. Right. It, you know, it's it, been like this for forever since no, humans have existed. Things haven't changed a bit. It's so. true, though. But it's kind of fun. My grandma on my um, biological dad, father's side uh, swears that she tells me she used to tell me for like four years straight that you gotta check out the heritage because you're related to Henry Ford you're related to Henry Ford and I'm like how and then she like kind of explained it a little bit but I, was, I wasn't really paying attention you know I was young and so now I want to go find out if that's true you know that would be kind of cool <laughs> Well, and I find that there's always a kernel of truth in these stories. Okay. Um, my paternal grandmother um, story was that she was paternal. from a, That's a paternal. Yeah, thank you. Um, it, so that goes up the father's line. Yeah. And it's like she was of family. Um, the story is as there was a, um, she was a princess somewhere up the line. Come to find out, when you go back far enough in the French yeah. Canadian, because my people were the first ones over from France. Wow! And what happens is, is that in the 1660s, there was only there was a lot of soldiers over in New France, Canada, Quebec. <laughs> and what happened is, the king wanted population. He wanted growth. He wanted to take over the land. Okay. So he sent over orphans. And these <sighs> orphans they called the Field du Roy. Okay. The king's daughters. Mm. They all got a dowry. They met up. Um, they got to choose their husbands. Husbands chose them, whatever. Yeah. But they were called the king's daughters. Okay. So someone later could say, hey, they were the king's daughter. They were a princess. princess. Yeah. So that little colonel changes a little bit. Right. They weren't, weren't really a princess. They were poor and poor orphan. Right. But. But how it changes yeah. down the line. There was a lot of women that came over that way. So. Oh, my gosh. But it's the stories that um, bring these people to life. Yeah. And it's like, wow, okay. Yeah. It's fascinating. 
So you never know what your kernel of truth is I know. Is What's the be? Henry Ford kernel of truth? I'm going to have to hmm. check it out. Yeah. Could be just somebody worked for Henry Ford. Could be, yeah. Or could be that, oh, yeah. Interesting. So do you do this for people at all? Like, do you? Do you? I do. Um, okay. I taught classes on okay. how to do genealogy. Okay. Um, back in the early 2000s. Okay. Because um, that was part of my, I need, need to share with people how to do this. Yeah. Um, and then it was like I took on clients. Um, and I'm taking on a few clients every once in a while. But okay. I do a blog, and I feel felt that that was a way of giving back to my ancestors. I blog mm. about my ancestors. That's cool. Um, that being said, one of the, and I'll put up a picture and I'll go like, I'm not really sure the story on this woman. Yeah. She's a cousin. Come to find out, I got a response from a gentleman in Birmingham, England that said, oh, that was my aunt Nettie. Wow. I'm like, okay, cool. Yes. So, so cool. So it's like, yay. Okay. So do you, where can they find you if someone wants to reach out? Because you are taking clients right now? I do take a few clients. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I need to retire from my real job to do my love. <laughs> um, I have a site called the Elusive Ancestor Hunter. Um, I love that. ElusiveAncestorHunter.wordpress.com. Okay. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Okay. Or ElusiveAncestor at gmail.com. Awesome. And do you have a price for how much you're... It depends. How far you go? It depends on what they want. If they ah, just want okay. names, dates, if they want book form, you know, yeah. everything is very individual. Yeah, it varies. But like if that. you want to, like, just say, hey, bounce some ideas off me, I can do that all day long. Yeah, and, quote, and give them a quote, maybe, if yeah. they decide they want more. Well, you guys, so... Thank you for joining us, Kathy. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. I'm always happy to talk about <laughs> genealogy. Yes. Listeners, if you want to get a hold of Kathy and find out more about your ancestry, like you said, she's only taken a few clients, maybe, depends on how busy she is, uh, you can reach her at those, uh, the above um, uh, email and websites and Facebook. And listeners, if you could please maybe uh, head on over to whatever hosts that you listen to your podcast on and subscribe it just helps people find us maybe leave a review that would be great and of course message us if you have any things that you would like to talk about or that you want to hear us talk about or even if you have if you're passionate about something and you want to come on that's totally fine too we will see you guys next time thank you again for listening we so appreciate it we hope this was helpful and enjoyable and we'll see you guys on the other side